Hey guys, it's Simmon. This is Rustling Unlimited. As it's Monday, the 27th of February, 2023, and this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. As far as today's show does go, we do have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine stories to talk about, plus the Monday Night Raw review where five things have so far been announced. Yes, Five things have already been announced for tonight's Monday Night Raw. We're going to talk about the plans for Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania and those being changed. Cena plans being changed. Main event plans being changed. Women's match plans being changed. Kenny Omega. Uh, change to AW Revolution and so much more. I guess you could just call this the day of changes, I guess. Because we're talking about a bunch of matches and things that have been changed from the original plan. But again, this is the wrestling wrap-up every Monday and Friday morning at roughly 11 to 11.30 a.m. Pacific right here on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited or youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching live on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or by donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime because remember, if you have Amazon Prime or access to anybody's Amazon Prime account, like your mother, your father, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandpa, your auntie, your uncle, anybody's, then you can support us right here at no extra cost. You take that Amazon account, you take that Twitch account, you link them together, your Prime Gaming, bada bing, bada boom. It doesn't cost you anything extra to click that button and subscribe right here. Also, remember on the flip side, if you're watching on YouTube, you can become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access podcast episodes, early access non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, you can get all that at patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited. But finally, head over to the Epic Game Store. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something. Whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, whether you're claiming one of the free games or getting bucks for Rocket League, Fortnite, Fall Guys, or Rumbleverse, use our code right here, PWUnlimited, at checkout, and you will be directly supporting us at no extra cost so with that as far as the news does go <coughs> excuse me never gonna get over this cough like ever 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 first story we do have is regarding brock lesnar as we did hear that last week the plans for brock changed within the last week or two we have a little more <clears throat> i guess you could say context on that in an article from give me sports by way of Louis Dangor and WrestleVotes. Brock Lesnar vs. Gunther at WWE WrestleMania 39 was never set in stone. It has been claimed. Give Me Sport has been told that while talks of Gunther vs. Brock Lesnar didn't happen within WWE, those discussions, quote, didn't get very far. Instead, WrestleVotes is told Give Me Sport that Triple H discussed uh, decided to quickly move into different plans for both men at the biggest show of the year. Was Gunther versus Brock Lesnar ever the plan? In late 2022, a report from WrestlingNews.co explained that Triple H wanted to book Gunther versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania 39. In fact, the report even claimed that the mouth-watering match had been penciled in by Triple H, which excited many WWE fans. However, Give Me Sport has been told during an exclusive interview with WrestleVotes that while the match was discussed, talks about it actually happening didn't really ever go very far. 
He stated, I saw the rumors, and I know it was discussed, but it didn't get very far. It, was, it wasn't ever set in stone. The news might be disappointing for some fans, but over the last few weeks, it has become very clear that Brock vs. Gunter isn't the plan for WrestleMania 39. However, given that Triple H loves Gunter, as Give Me Sports told last week, a match against Lesnar in the future definitely is not off the table. Many fans thought that the match was, uh, um, while well, some, uh, as noted, Gunther vs. Brock is not happening, and it looks like Brock Lesnar will be facing Omos at WrestleMania 39, according to the Wrestling Observer. Many fans thought the match was a swerve when it was teased last week on Monday Night Raw, but reports have indicated that it is indeed what Triple H is planning right now. The challenge, uh, also, we did see a challenge made from Drew McIntyre on Gunther and the Intercontinental Championship after this week's SmackDown. We also saw him come out and approach Gunther and whatnot during SmackDown. So, yeah, give me sport. Will, with neither Matt, uh, uh, this, uh, the article closed out by stating, give me sport will, with neither match being confirmed by WWE as of yet, keep you updated in the latest news surrounding both of these matches, whether it is with Brock Lesnar, Gunther, or so forth. So, with that, it was talked about. Somebody may have brought it up once, but it never got past that. So the whole Brock Lesnar-Gunther thing, as far as that match being penciled in or confirmed or in the works and whatnot, never really was. It was something that someone brought up and it got discussed briefly, but never was ever a thing. So, yeah, Meltzer even said the same thing last week, that it was never really ever a thing. And so that original report from, um, what's the word I'm looking for, from WrestlingNews.co seems to have either been quote-unquote false, or maybe not false, but put out without the proper context that we do now know of now. So I guess you could say prematurely reported, possibly. I don't know, because I'm no you know, sit in those meetings or those conversations, not meetings, but conversations with whoever they're talking to as their source stating, oh no, it's penciled in. Why would their source tell them it's penciled in if they didn't believe that? So yeah, Rock Lesnar versus Gunther never actually on the books. It was something that was talked about, but other than that, it never got even close to being something that they, what's the word I'm looking for? Possibly considered for WrestleMania. But speaking of WrestleMania, let me fix my camera really fast. I'm gonna move it up just a bit. Keeps cutting my head off. Now I moved it up just a tiny bit too much. There we go. That's better. Actually, that's back where it was. Oh well, I'll fix it later. So, as far as other plans for WrestleMania do go, we got some talks here regarding one John Cena. And previous plans for Cena that have, well, been changed a couple times from the original to something else to basically kind of back to the original, I guess you could say. John Cena is returning next week on Monday Night Raw, Raw, on March 6th. And it looks like everything is pointing in the direction of John Cena versus the current United States champion, Austin Theory, being, quote, locked in for WrestleMania. WWE has planted multiple seeds for the Cena Theory match as far back as July. When some thought that maybe this match could happen at SummerSlam, but Cena was not available. 
We've now circled back to doing it at WrestleMania instead. But according to WrestlingNews.co, sometime in the fall, WWE had Cena penciled in for another match, that match being with Logan Paul. So at one point, Vince always thought that a big WrestleMania match for Austin Theory could have been John Cena. That's what Vince wanted to get to. Then in the fall, when Triple H essentially took over, things got shifted and possibly set for him to face Logan Paul. Logan Paul even started teasing this match, calling out John Cena once or twice, saying that he's better than Cena and he can do this and that and da-da-da. And that's where the rumors back in December came of, oh, we might get Cena versus, versus Logan Paul. Now, I think Logan Paul versus Seth Rollins, the better match. I think that match is going to work way better than Logan Paul and Cena. Not saying Logan Paul and Cena would have been a bad match, but I think Seth Rollins and Logan Paul and their styles will mesh better even though Cena can work anybody. But still, I think Logan Paul and Seth will work so much better. WrestlingNews.co does state that sources said Cena, quote, absolutely believes Theory has everything it takes to become a main eventer. And that's a sentiment shared by WWE management as well. Hence, moving forward with this match, Cena versus Austin Theory. Still unclear if the, the United States Championship will or will not be on the line, though. And there's some things you can think of with this. So obviously the, the sentiment is, okay, everyone believes in Austin Theory major, wholeheartedly big time. <coughs> so does, does that mean that he wins at WrestleMania? Does he get the victory against John Cena? Or does Cena beat him? And now the big question is, well, if Cena wins, does that mean they're not going to, like, if the plan is for Cena to win, title not on the line? Title on the line. Cena becomes the new U.S. champion, and then we go from there. With Cena then dropping it sometimes shortly after. I don't know. I mean, one cool thing would be Cena beats Theory night one of WrestleMania. Then we go into night two where Cena says, you know what? I want to do an open challenge. I want to do an open challenge for the United States Championship. And then he loses it there to somebody, whether that is Austin Theory getting a rematch, which I wouldn't be a big fan of, or something else. But, yeah, those are two options they can go with. But it looks like everything is pointing in the direction of everybody sees Theory as a big-time star in the future, and why not have him face one of the biggest ever at WrestleMania this year to really start solidifying that and pushing him forward. Now, one thing that has also been changed, well, actually another thing that has been changed, we've got two more WrestleMania changes here. It has to do with the main event. The quote-unquote night two main event, or at least what we think is going to be the night two main event. So the planned main event for night two seems to be Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns for the undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, according to multiple reports. However, while Roman is currently planned to defend the combined WWE title at the show of shows, it appears that that was not always the case. According to a report from Fightful, they state that as far back as November, WWE at one point had plans for both titles to actually be defended at WrestleMania, hence possibly splitting the belts. This is something that we have heard for a while, and Fightful is now reiterating that yes, that has been the plan, and we're hearing again from other people that was a plan. One evening's main event was planned to be Seth Rollins versus either Cody Rhodes or Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. So whether that would have meant that Seth 
beats Roman for the WWE title before WrestleMania is a thing, or they just strip Roman of one of the belts and give Seth one of them, or Seth is just in a match to crown the crown champion, the vacant champion, I don't know. And the other night would have been possibly Roman Reigns versus somebody or Cody, most likely Cody. So this is same kind of the same stuff we've heard from Meltzer over the last two or three months. And so it's not super new info, but it's now more sources confirming that at one point this was some things that they were planning on possibly doing. According to Fightful's report, Rhodes was planned to win this year's WrestleMania all along. That was always the plan. And that was never going to change and had never changed. So there we go. And finally, as far as some other changes do go, this has to do with the women's division. This also does come from Fightful. As Fightful said that nobody at Fightful has seen anything to suggest that Rhea Ripley versus Bianca Belair was ever suggested for this year's WrestleMania, despite other reports. And now, I wanted to bring this one up because I think this is Fightful misinterpreting other reports. I think it was Meltzer in the Wrestling Observer that stated that Rhea versus Bianca is something that people want at WrestleMania. But he didn't say this year's WrestleMania. He said eventually at a WrestleMania going forward. And so now Fightful coming in trying to dispute that, saying that nobody at Fightful has seen anything to suggest that Rhea and Bianca was even suggested for this year. Well, duh, because that's not what was reported. That's not what was the plan, according to what Meltzer said. Meltzer said that that is something that they want to get to in the future, but in the future does not mean this year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 39. So I just brought this one in to be like, hey, I believe this is a little bit of misinterpreting a report and then trying to debunk something that is not really debunkable because you read it wrong. Now, as far as the card does go for WrestleMania and WrestleMania having two nights and whatnot this year, it looks like Triple H is in favor of shorter cards for either night. Now, before I read this, the the cards for last year was split in two. And we saw on night one, there was, come on, it doesn't want to load. Night one, we saw seven matches. And night two, we saw nine matches. Technically eight, but if you count Mr. McMahon versus Pat McAfee, that made it nine. Now, according to WrestlingNews.co, Triple H is actually in favor and wants a smaller card for this year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania, which means a lot of names that have been working on TV and live events will be hanging out backstage at Mania. The report goes on to state that in prior years, there was an effort to include as many wrestlers as possible on the card and in the Battle Royals that were added to at least give undercard talent a chance to be featured on the show. We're told that this year, there's no Battle Royal planned and only a small handful of talent are being used. There's also some unhappiness about some of the slots on the show being used for legends and celebrities. Now, as far as this story does go, I can see this almost not being 100% true. Again, I'm not trying to just shit on other people's work and reporting, as it sounds like maybe, but 
This is a two-night WrestleMania. If last year's show saw 17 matches, no, 16 matches over two nights, <clears throat> then what are you trying to say? 10 matches over both nights, five and five or something? That just doesn't make sense. You're going to have, and I get it, we don't want WrestleMania to be seven hours long, but do we really only want a three-hour WrestleMania? I'd be fine with a four-hour WrestleMania because it's WrestleMania. Now, we don't need, like, WrestleMania 35 that went, like, six hours or whatever. No, we don't need that. But I'm fine with a four-hour WrestleMania. Main card, whatever. Give us the Battle Royal on the on the pre-show. Kickoff show has the Battle Royal for the men's on one, one night. Battle Royal for the women on the other night. Bada-bing, bada-boom, there you go. But if they're going to do, and, and this report is very vague in their reporting, doesn't say. He said, Triple H wants a small card this year. But what does that really, really mean? Small card as far as what? Remember, it's a two-night WrestleMania. So you can't be too small. If you want eight matches over the entire set of WrestleMania, then what? I mean, we've already gotten, we'll talk about it here in a moment, everything that has already been announced. We've already got... Let's see. Um, one, two, three, three or four matches officially announced, and maybe eight matches rumored-ish. So it's like, what do you want to do? Four or five matches in one night? A normal WWE pay-per-view is six a night. Five to six a night. So are you saying you only want five or six a night, and that would give us 12 throughout the two nights. Again, I'm okay with WrestleMania being a little bit longer than a normal WWE pay-per-view because it's WrestleMania. But if you're going to say, oh, he wants a small card, well, what does a small card really mean? That's the big thing we're asking here. What does a small card really mean? 12 matches? 16 matches? 8 matches? 9, 10? Remember, we got to split these between two nights. It's not like, okay... We're going to do six matches, and that's it. Okay, well, that's night one. What about night two? So, again, another little vague thing that I got a lot of questions about over the weekend, and I can't really say much about it because there's not much to this story. It's really just somebody throwing shit up without enough context. Just be like, I heard something. Let's get it on my website before somebody else tweets it. And I hate that kind of stuff. But we saw that last week with a few reports, too, that people would tweet something, and say more context to come, or they'd say, hey, we don't have a lot of info, but here's what's being discussed, and then people would twist it and try to make it something that it's really not yet. As far as the card for WrestleMania does go, we do have a kind of like a list, I guess you could say, of everything. Uh, we're, we're keeping like a, a list of everything that's been rumored and announced and this and that, and so what's so far announced is three matches. Undisputed WWE Universal Heavyweight Championship, Roman Reigns versus Cody Rhodes. Uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship, Charlotte Flair versus Bia uh, Rhea Ripley, and the Raw Women's Championship, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Now, as far as what is rumored right now for WrestleMania, now we did put out a video on this recently, and not much has been changed, but some here and there a little bit. Whether it is or with or isn't for the U.S. title, John Cena versus Austin Theory, then the 
WWE Tag Team Championships, the Undisputed Tag Team Championships, the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. As far as the Intercontinental Championship does go, there's two different rumored matches there. It's either Gunther versus Drew McIntyre or Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. As far as the women's tag team titles do go, Io Sky and Dakota Kai against, or, or maybe even Becky Lynch and Lita against Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. We heard from Dave Meltzer recently that Rousey and Baszler are scheduled to be challenging for the women's tag titles at WrestleMania. Now tonight, the women's tag titles are on the line. It's damage control defending against Becky Lynch and Lita. So what if Becky and Lita win and they take on Ronda and Shayna? Let's have to wait and see on that one. We also do know that Edge versus Finn Balor is possibly happening. Ray versus Dominic. Brock Lesnar versus Omos. Bray Wyatt versus Bobby Lashley. And Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul is all but announced. So that is kind of like what's in line right now for WrestleMania. What is already announced and what is rumored to be announced soon. Remember, WrestleMania is only one, two, three, four, five weeks away. So there's this week of shows and then five more Raws and SmackDowns. So technically, there's six Raws and six SmackDowns before WrestleMania. Speaking of the road to WrestleMania and getting there, we got some big high-profile rematches happening on non-televised house shows coming up here shortly. I just thought these were very interesting, so I'm going to just mention them if you haven't seen these yet. <clears throat> First off here, pull this up on the screen. Uh, this first match here, we do see. Oh, there we go. Just announced, <clears throat> which was actually earlier today. Uh, Canada's own Sami Zayn takes on WWE's Roman Reigns in a rematch for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Get your tickets now. This show will be taking place at the Coca-Cola Coliseum. Well, that's an interesting one that they're running back at a live event. At a live event. <clears throat> also, another match that's being kind of run back at a live event. Bray Wyatt versus LA Knight in MSG a week from next Sunday. So in two weeks, we'll have a lights-out street fight at Madison Square Garden. They always go big on the MSG show. I think there's a steel cage match on this show as well. We can double-check right here. Um, Yes. U.S. title on the line, Austin Theory defending against Seth Rollins in a steel cage match, and also on this show, if we scroll down, 20-man battle royal with the likes of Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, The New Day, Rey Mysterio, The Almighty, Bobby Lashley, Finn Balor, The Miz, Damian Priest, Dominic Mysterio, Johnny Gargano, Omos, Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, Rick Boogs, Santos Escobar, uh, Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Baron Corbin, and Karrion Cross. The winner will become the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship, but it doesn't state when they will get that icy title match. But those are some interesting matchups and rematches more specifically that <clears throat> have been announced for WWE's upcoming slate of live events on the road to WrestleMania. But as we shift our gears, we got some AEW news to talk about as well. This first one, all about Kenny Omega being, well, quote, open-minded about a move to WWE. 
over the past few weeks, the future of former AEW woman or world champion, well, I don't know if that woman's world champion Kenny Omega has been an interesting talking point in the world of pro wrestling. It started when Dave Meltzer had reported that WWE was prioritizing a quote much bigger free agent than Jay White possibly coming in. It was then reported that Kenny Omega's AEW contract was coming up this month. Yet then, it was also reported that AEW was extending Omega's contract by possibly nine months due to the time he missed last year due to injury. Now, while speaking on the PW Torch audio show, Wade Keller provided an update on WWE's stance on signing Omega, stating the following. I haven't independently verified rumors of WWE being interested in Omega. I have confirmed that they're aware of Omega's open-mindedness to come to WWE. That's what I've been told. That's that he's open-minded to landing in WWE before his career is actually over. The attitude is not, I love AEW, I'm going to stay here forever. That is not apparently the belief within WWE, at least. They don't believe that's Kenny's mindset at this point. Omega is valued within WWE from what I can assert by people whose opinions count. He is not going at this stage as a wrestler who is so good in the ring and that they are just going to do anything to get him. I think that they are very happy with their roster. I think they have a lot of great wrestlers who are at Kenny's level. Kenny would be a good addition. I know there is curiosity and intrigue about what, could, what they could do with him if they were able to direct him a little bit better because his character works in three-plus years of Dynamite has not been particularly compelling. <clears throat> In terms of being a weekly TV series character, that's something WWE would be, I think, excited to explore creatively with him. But I don't think he would come in and be seen as a guy who they are just going to track to headline WrestleMania like they did with Cody. I think there's a belief. There's, I think there's a belief there's more to Cody, more of a future. Given Cody's age and the wear and tear on his body being less and just as a WWE-ready character and a promo, that there's more main event years and multi-year potential in Cody than in Omega. So that's all what Wade Keller was talking about on his podcast recently in his audio show, basically stating that, you know, Kenny has never worked WWE, but Cody has. So Cody already knows what's needed to be a top-level WWE star, even though he never was per se, in the past. He always worked at a top level. He worked with top-level talent. I mean, remember when he worked with Legacy, Randy Orton, top guy in the business or in the company. So basically what, what they're saying there is that it may take a little bit of time to get Kenny to a top guy status in WWE. And I, and I know what your excuse is going to be. Oh, well, what about AJ? They pushed AJ to the top, and he won the title within a year of being there. And maybe that is the case. And maybe that is something they can do with Omega as well. But it's like, okay, so he's been kind of a one note in AEW. And I'm just going to say that. Not, I'm not saying Wade Keller said that. But Wade Keller did say his character work in the three-plus years of Dynamite has not been particularly compelling. And I agree. Kenny's been very one note in AEW. And so maybe WWE can give him a little help in pushing his character development going forward. But 
He's open-minded, according to Wade Keller, to the opportunity and to the potential of moving to WWE once his AEW contract is up. And we do know that Kenny Omega will be working the Revolution pay-per-view, and it looks like not Kenny's match, but a match on the card for Revolution has actually been changed. So I'm going to pull up an image here on the screen we need to look at. This is very, very interesting. And it did what I thought it was going to do. Give me one quick second here. For some reason, it did not want to load properly. Let's just do this really fast. Let's just do this. Take 10 more seconds. And there we go. So, we do know that Chris Jericho will be taking on Ricky Starks at Revolution. And so if we pull up this on the screen, whoops, pull up this on the screen. This is the original graphic for the show, for the match, I mean. It says, everybody is banned from ringside. Yet, this is the new graphic on the Instagram of AEW. JAS is banned from ringside. Now, when we look at the everyone is banned, what do you think first? Okay, no JAS, no Action Andretti, no anybody else that maybe has a beef with JAS. But now when we look at this one, and what's the first thing you think? Oh, so does this mean Action Andretti is going to interfere, can interfere, will interfere? I thought that was an interesting note, an interesting thing to look at as far as it being changed to JAS is banned from ringside instead of everyone is banned from ringside. So not much more to it. No context was given as to why it was changed. But yeah, this is now the stipulation that they are actually advertising right now on their Instagram and other social platforms instead of the whoop, everyone is banned from ringside. And our final news story does actually come from Fightful and it has to do with AW actually offering an indie talent contract this past weekend as we know that aw ran a number of events this weekend from universal studios in florida they did tapings for aw dark and multiple tapings for ring of honor but as far as this report from fightful does go they do state quote aw is said to add another name to their roster if all goes well fightful has learned that all elite wrestling has offered a contract to independent standout and highly touted prospect ashley d'ambrosa d'ambrosa has been on All Elite Wrestling's radar for quite some time, as she debuted for the company two years ago in the Daily's Place era. She's gone on to work 20-plus dates for the company, including teaming with Sky Blue last summer on Rampage to take on Dr. Britt Baker DMD and Jamie Hayter. D'Ambrosa started to pop up on the company's television show recently as well. Since, the, uh, since December, she's appeared on several episodes of NWA television, and also worked an Impact Wrestling match against former champion Deanna Perrazzo. Several in the industry pointed out D'Ambrosa as a name to look out for, noting that she was a quick learner and took to pro wrestling very well. D'Ambrosa has wrestled for the last couple of years. Sources within AEW we spoke to wouldn't confirm if the deal was a full-time or tiered deal, but said that they believe D'Ambrosa would be signing within, within the next couple of weeks. Well, that's really cool to see that they are looking to sign her to the roster. AW can always use 
somebody like this that they can have as a homegrown star. They need a couple more maybe homegrown talent that, yes, people know of, but not the masses know of, and that they can really mold into something than somebody that they really, really want. So I'm really all for it. I think she's a great talent. She's only been around for a couple of years, I believe, and the few matches I've seen of her, I've been impressed, very impressed. I think that she's somebody that every time I watch her, she gets better. She looks better in the ring, and her stuff just seems more smooth with the more reps she does get. So hopefully AEW can sign her, because if they don't, somebody else is going to most likely. But with that, guys, that is going to wrap everything up here for the wrestling wrap-up. Remember, tonight is Monday Night Raw, and five things, yeah, five things have been announced for tonight's show. So let's go to WWE.com and run them all down. WWE is advertising. Oh, I clicked the wrong button. Nope, nope, nope. Advertising the following. For some reason, it doesn't want to pop up on the screen. There we go. First off, we do know that the Women's Tag Team Championships will be on the line when Becky Lynch and Lita challenge damage control. Brock Lesnar will return to Raw tonight, and we'll see if he does or does not accept the challenge of Omos for WrestleMania. Also, we do know that Asuka will be going one-on-one with Carmella. The Miz will have a special edition, a Hollywood edition of Miz TV, a WrestleMania goes Hollywood edition. I guess he's going to just announce whatever it is that Maurice gifted him for their anniversary. And finally, we do know that Candice LeRae will be going one-on-one with Piper Niven. So with the guys, these five things are the only things that I've noticed so far and the WWE's advertising for tonight's Monday Night Raw. So with that, guys, that's going to do it for the wrestling wrap-up. Monday, February 27th, 2023. Remember, you can follow us on social media, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, Twitter, twitter.com, twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited, twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, and youtube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. So with that, guys, have a great night. Or actually, not night, but day. We'll see you guys later on tonight after Monday Night Raw. Have a good one, guys.